Okay, so we continue here, Bezer Hashem. Shara Kriya Perek Vov. We are up to Vahashmini. Vahashmini. The eighth practice that a person should try to implement in his quest to become ever so humble is Sheyaspik Loi Misiboi Samozoin. That he should be satisfied. He should be content. With all sorts of ways of attaining food, but it really means physical pleasures. Mashi is Daman, what comes his way, or Mashi and what he's able to find, what he's able to attain, and he should keep it at somewhat of a minimum. So, an interesting approach, and this is a in, uh, an approach to being humble. Because even if a person could afford it, and he can uh, have a uh, fancy three-course meal every day for, for for dinner, or every meal have multiple courses, then certainly it's going to bring the person to become more arrogant. And I assume the, the, the fancy princes and the prime ministers and the presidents, when they sit down to eat, it's done like a royal banquet. Even a simple meal is with the finest uh, the, the finest china and dishes and prepared with a fancy chef. But that's the way of uh, aristocracy, of royalty. So if a person is trying to behave in a way of humility, so it'll be simple. What he has, what he needs, that will be satisfied and satisfying and nourishing. And others, a person shouldn't go overboard. Even if you could afford it, you shouldn't go overboard with mozain, with food, with other physical pleasures. Because really, the attitude ultimately should be that he's not here to try to promote his physique. He's not here to try to promote his physical body. Of course, we have a din a person has to take care of himself, a person has to be healthy, eat healthy, take care of his body, but to, to try to make sure that it is pampered in a way that that becomes the focus is too much focusing on self instead of focusing on Again, these are madregas, not something that's an obligation, it's a chiv on everybody. The person has to know where he's holding in terms of his levels, he's able to do this. Even if he can do it once a week, that's also a good thing. Maybe even once a month, it's also a good thing. Maybe even in a madrega, even in some, some level, doesn't have, have, to have to be all the time, doesn't have to be in full measure. But, but a person is trying to train himself. To hold back from indulgence of physical pleasures. There's a famous what we call the, the tainus of the rivet. The Chofetz Chaim promoted such an idea that when a person eats a meal, the rivet, one of the great Rishonim, suggested that don't finish the plate clean. Leave them over a little bit. Leave a little piece over. You know, you want to get that, that last thing, poke your fork into that last piece of juicy meat. You already had the whole meat. You had the whole steak. You had the whole bowl. Leave a little bit over. You can do without it. And that's a way of training oneself. I can hold back. You know, I don't have to lick the bowl clean, wipe the plate clean. 
I can hold back, leave over a little piece. So this was an idea that was put forth by one of the Rishonim. But this idea is saying to train a person, he should train himself to try to hold back, withstand from being so invested in physical pleasures. The purpose of it is what? Why? To abstain, to to uh, act with precious. There has to be a purpose. There has to be an ultimate goal. Says the Chavaz because the less focus we are on our physical self, the more we're able to channel our minds to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the spiritual self. Uli Yipanais and turns towards to make sure that we're fulfilling our obligation, our debt. On the abundant good with Rev Chazdeilov and his tremendous kindness that he bestows us with. Kemoy Shomer David, like David Amelech, writes into Hillam, Derech Mitzvah Orutz, to the way of your mitzvahs I run, Kisarchiv Libi, because it expands my heart. And as I'm able to, when I focus more running to do mitzvahs, instead of running when it comes time for a good meal, that I can walk slowly to. I'll get there. But to run to a mitzvah, because it is able to to expand my heart. We mentioned this past Shabbos, they couldn't hear Moshe Rabbeinu's message to them. Klai Yisrael couldn't hear it. They were short of breath. The Rechaim HaKadosh says, means they were too narrow. They were too tunnel visioned that they couldn't see. Why couldn't they see? Because they weren't given the Torah yet. They went out the Torah because Torah is Marcheves Libashalodim. The Torah is able to expand the person's heart, mind, vision, see what's important in life. When a person says, How much do we have to repay Hashem back? The fact that we can breathe, the fact that we're walking, the fact that we're talking. Not everybody merits that. Not everybody merits it. If today, yes, maybe not tomorrow. So to understand and appreciate that is don't be so focused on everything that this world and the pleasures has to offer. It's a famous Gemara, the Gemara in Ksubis, Davkuf Dalit Amar Aleph. Famous Gemara that tells us when Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Rabbi Yudha Nasi, from the time when he was to leave the world, Bishah She Nifter Rabbeinu Akadosh, the Gemara says, Bishas Petirose Shel Rebbe, Zokov Eseretz Ba'uis of Klape Maila. He's laying there on his bed. We know he was very sick at the end of his life, and he picked up his ten fingers, Klape Maila, and his Amr, he says, Rabbeinu Shalom, Golui Viodua Lefonecha. It is known and revealed before you, Shiogati Besatz Baisei Betaira. I delved in, even with his hands. You need your hands to speak Torah. I delved into the Torah. I delved in to keep in the Torah. And with these ten fingers, I didn't even benefit with an etzpiketana. Not even my small finger benefited from this world. Now that's an amazing statement for Rabbi Yudhanasi to say, because he was a tremendously wealthy person. The Gemara tells us, Rashi brings it in Parshish Toldos, that Rebbe's table was always laden with the most exquisite fruits and vegetables. He was able to import them. And yet, 
he had him for all the people and all the dignitaries that were going to visit him, all the Rabbanim who came. But he personally, he didn't need it. He was in Manam in Ailam And over there, Taisva says, Taisva says over there, Abriza Medrish, that Ad Sha'adam is Spalel Shikonis Tayril Say Gufai. Before a person even starts to daven to Hashem, to please Hashem, allow me to understand the Torah, allow me to incorporate the Torah. Yispal el a person should daven shli konutsu ma'adavim l'seich gufoi. He should first daven to Hashem, make sure that I don't take too many delicacies into into my guf. That, that could be a problem. A person wants to learn a lot of Torah, but sometimes it's a stira. If a person's too focused on the delicacies and thinking about Oh, what's my next uh, good dessert going to be? It's hard to concentrate on the Taisvis when you're thinking about that. So, he should be mispalal that the Madanim, he shouldn't have too many delicates, too many pleasurable things come into him. So, that's, it should be everything in, in the right measure from the right amount. And that's what Kavazavov is saying is this is an exercise in humility because the more a person is able to not focus on himself. You think it's not him. It's not about him. It's not about certainly about his goof. Good. This is number Shmini here in Gavis of Avis. Let's move along here. Ba'atashi, the ninth type of action that a person could do. And here's an interesting piece. Says Gavis of Avis like this. Sometimes a person has to change his attitude. He could be a very calm person, could be very docile, but there are times where he has to stand up with courage to stand up, number one, for the person who's being oppressed or for Hashem's honor that's being belittled. He has to sometimes take revenge from the wicked. For the honor of Hashem. When Hashem's name is being desecrated, it's considered humility. Why humility? We would say this is an exception to the rule, like we had before. Hey, don't act with humility. No, it's a sign of humility when a person say, you know what, I don't care what people are going to say. Normally we don't want to say things because, oh, what are we going to be? Person, they're going to talk about me, they're going to say I'm this, I'm that. So a person wants to look away, a person I don't want to get involved. If it's the right thing to do to stand up for the honor of Hashem, I say it doesn't. Not about me. That's a sign of humility. It's not about me. It's about the honor of Hashem. That's a sign of humility. The al tashiayu person shouldn't try to convince himself. Well, I know when it comes to people doing something wrong to me, we learned earlier. Oh, you're supposed to just forgive and forget. You're supposed to forget about it. Don't don't get involved, just be Michael. So here also, so the Hashem's honor is being compromised. All right, but uh, we'll just forget about it. No, 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 no. That's only when it comes to one's personal honor. Then he should just forget it and forego. When it comes to the Menimcha B'divre Kim, no, no, no. Then he has to stack up for Hashem. Or, not only someone desecrating Hashem's name, or someone speaking against one of Hashem's prophets, one of Hashem's emissaries, person speaking against someone who is a Talmud uh, Chacham, 
a Godel be Yisrael, a Chassid, one of the Anche Segula. That certainly, people are speaking bad against Tamid Chachamim, against the people who stand by the Torah, and speak, people are speaking bad about it. That is disrespectful to Hashem Himself. Like David Amalek says in the beginning of Telem, Allah Hashem al Mashiachai. Usually, when they're speaking against the anointed one, they're speaking about Hashem Himself. And it would be a sign of humility if people would stick up for when the Torah is at disgrace and when the Nevi'im are at disgrace and they say, this is wrong, you shouldn't say such things and I have to stand up for the honor of the Torah and the honor of the Torah. That's the right place to do it. One can't behave the same way as he would when he himself is oppressed or wronged than when it's his friend. He can't say, well, listen, buddy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm practicing to be very humble and I don't get involved and I don't speak out against people. That's only when it's against himself. But to stick up for his, the honor of his friend, not only in Hashem, not only Hashem's emissaries, but even for his own friend, to stick up for him when he's wronged. Save the one who's being oppressed. And help him from the one who is oppressing him. Like the Pasuk says, Get up in the morning and do justice. Save the one, the victim who is being stolen from, from the one who is stealing. I break down those who deal with iniquity. Those who deal with their sinners, that's when a person has to use his courage and be brave to stand up against them. And again, it's a sign of humility because he's not going to win the popularity contest. But that's what it is also the Rabbanim. The, uh, you have to speak out against people who are doing wrong, people who are doing injustices, people who are living their right lives wrong. You have to stand up. You can't always say, oh, everyone's great, everyone's doing the right thing. You have to st- stick up for the covenant of Hashem. They know it doesn't always win you uh, the uh, being everyone's best friend. But like Rabbi Shol Salante used to say, someone who's in a position of a rav or a leader, he says, if he doesn't say things to the people to do right where they want to throw him out, then he's not a rav. But if he does it too much that they actually throw him out, then he's not a mensch. A good tenachter,